0: This is the 77 WABC Minicast. And I won't forget the man who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to
1: you. And this is not Paul Zuber singing, by the way. This is Lee Greenwood. (laughs) Today is Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, and we should never, never, ever forget Absolutely. And there's so many conspiracy theories on Pearl Harbor. If they, who knew? When did they know? To to bring in Frank Morano from the other side of Midnight, the conspiracy uh, uh, expert. The, the conspiracy expert. What the heck went on in Pearl Harbor? Did they really know it was going to happen? And and and, uh, and uh, who was telling me? Somebody else was telling me they didn't know where the fleet was. They were looking for the Japanese fleet and they couldn't find it. Yeah, what do it
0: It's great to be on with everybody, especially my borough president, Vito Fasella, whose uh, leadership on the congestion pricing issue is the only person uh, that may make it possible for me to afford to continue to drive to work. But uh, we've looked at this a lot over the years, but especially over the course of the last two months, because a lot of people are drawing parallels with what happened with Pearl Harbor and both the October 7th terrorist attack in Israel and the September 11th attack, because it's now come out that certain Israeli intelligence officials had knowledge of this Hamas plan and obviously we remember the story in the run-up to September September 11th that there was a a presidential briefing that Al Qaeda was determined to attack within the United States so in looking at this we come to two conclusions I think one there's been ten official US inquiries into this nine were during the 40s because almost immediately after this happened there were people saying that FDR knew that the American government knew and then there was one in 1995 and all 10 basically came to the same conclusion, which is that there was incompetence, there was underestimation, there was misapprehension of Japanese capabilities and intentions. But no, they don't believe uh, that there's any specific evidence that the government knew that there was going to be an attack on Pearl Harbor. However, a few years ago, there was this secret history of uh, World War II and its aftermath that was written by Herbert Hoover that was published and it was edited by a great uh, historian by the name of uh, George Nash. It's called Freedom Betrayed. And Hoover, in his notes, makes a very compelling case that FDR and the United States government deliberately provoked Japan into some sort of attack. And uh, Hoover doesn't believe that they knew that it was going to be as bad as it did or that it was going to be specifically Pearl Harbor. But basically in the run up to Pearl Harbor, th- there was every possibility that America had to make peace with a very – peaceful government in Japan. In fact, the prime minister of Japan was going to come to the United States to either Hawaii or Alaska across the Pacific and meet with FDR to discuss the terms of peace both for the war they were waging in China and in French Indo- and in Indochina and the details of that meeting were leaked. Now, when uh, somebody is willing to go out of their way to show that kind of humility in Japan. So, in other a words, Japan had,
1: Japan had no choice but to attack.
0: Well, I'm not saying That's that. what he's I, claiming. I, I, I'm, I'm saying that uh, there was a lot of provocative actions from cutting off oil. Yeah, we cut so them off. We cut them off. They had the oil and yeah. they need
1: oil. There's a book called uh, The Road to Pearl Harbor by Herbert Feist, which said that because they cut off the oil, they gave him no choice. And the second mm-hmm. part of the conspiracy theory was is that the Japanese ambassador was here trying to cut a deal, and even he didn't know about the attack.
0: Yeah, that's in the in the Hoover book as well. So my conclusion, and I spent a, about an hour on this this morning. Folks can listen at wabcradio.com. Is no, the government didn't know, but yes, there were deliberately provocative. You know, I think there's a lesson also. You guys too, as uh, on a on, on also an important note on this somber uh, anniversary. Again, it's 82 years
1: since the attack on Pearl Harbor. Is that we got to stay vigilant. I mean, look at our borders right now. We've been talking about our wide-open borders, how vulnerable we are to attack. This is the same week we had the FBI
0: director this week earlier, John, who was saying that he has never seen a threat level to America like he's seeing now. And that, to me, is such a painful reminder when I think of Pearl Harbor.
1: Eyes open, guys. Eyes open. You can listen to Frank Morano every night, Monday through Friday. He'll be on tonight uh, from 1 o'clock in the morning to 5 in the morning. So if you can't sleep like me... Well, turn on the radio and you'll have Frank as company.
0: I hate Frank because he keeps me up. I want to go to sleep <laughs> and then I listen to Frank because he's so interesting. All right, so. Guys. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.